My name is Jack McLean, I'm the host, and the Get Better Plan is a concept I learned during my time at the Hawthorne Football Club. I work closely with the academy players, and I've been implementing similar methods to our Prepare Like a Pro athletes. I want to share this concept with you, our podcast listener. So you might be thinking, how does the Get Better Plan work? Well, each month we review and reflect each athlete's development and work out what is the bottleneck of their physical development, i.e. what is the one thing that is really letting down them to play at their best potential week after week. From there, we pick one lifestyle focus, for example, getting to sleep by 10 p.m., five days a week, and a physical focus, for example, bringing max effort to the key lifts in their gym program. From there, each athlete join me live every week at 5 p.m. Sundays, and I present on a certain topic. The athletes journal their learnings and implementations and reflect each week on what worked and what did for their get better plan. These presentations are recorded for the athletes that missed the presentation, and I wanna share some of the content to you, our wider podcast community. If you're new to the podcast, every week I interview leaders in the AFL and high performance industries live on our YouTube channel. We drop an inspiring and educational podcast every Tuesday and Friday. And on Sundays, I host a live Instagram Q&A answering all questions that were sent to us by a direct message or email through to us. So if you're struggling with increasing your muscle mass, lowering your 2K time trial, or perhaps struggling with improving your 20 meter speed time, send through your questions to our Instagram or email us at jack at preparelikeapro.com. Let's get into today's episode. First one for 2022. Super excited to have you guys jump on to this week's episode. Like I mentioned earlier, I host them every Sunday at five o'clock. But if there is any changes to the time slot, then I'll I'll make sure to update you guys as soon as I um, as soon as I know. Uh, The topics will be remotely, or sorry, mainly around your lifestyle. So the things that we don't see at football training, what we call the the unseen behaviors and habits. Uh, And that's where I believe on it personally um, with the, with the best high performers that are really good at consistently performing at their best and, and uh, realizing their potential are very good with their um, lifestyle habits outside of football training. And that's where you can get a real competitive edge and hopefully I can help you guys by giving you little tips and tricks that um, I've used with on myself or either with athletes and uh, seen some good results, whether it be improving your 2K time trial, improving your first three steps, change of direction, your strength, so your physicality on the field, or just simply your, your ability to recover. Um, for some of you might be going from junior level football to your first year in seniors, so playing against big men and women for the first time, uh, and that physicality can be quite hard. So to try and prevent what typically happens in your first senior year of that drop off of performance halfway through the year, um, how can we try and time your run and make sure that we're looking after yourself as well as thinking about the big picture in mind, your, your athletic development. Uh, everyone's a little bit different with athletic development, but the one thing stands pretty true is that you can't fast track it. You've got to uh, it does respect the recovery um, from your high intensity sessions, and that's why you'll see on the program we'll have our main session where we throw everything at you: speed, high intensity agility, high football training, um, and we'll typically do those anywhere between one to two sessions a week. So we're getting that good recovery between sessions. Just going to hide these controls. Okay.
So for those that did get involved in the 2021, we had 13 of these presentations. I'm hoping to do a lot more uh, this year. Um, if you're interested in those presentations, they typically go for about 10, 15 minutes. I create a private link. As I mentioned, they're all recorded and you have, by being on our Team Builder app, you have full access to all our education platforms. So if you're interested in both athletes and coaches, just hit me up. Uh, we've discussed all things in terms of your physicality. So speed development, power development, strength training, um, things that are really, really uh, important to focus on in terms of your intent and how important it is to lift heavy, but also to lift fast. Um, we've also discussed your sleep, nutrition, uh, different types of recovery and when to do different types of recovery. So try and avoid like ice baths uh, in pre-season where your training loads are high and we actually want that information to improve your capacities where in season it's more involved around uh, recovery and trying to be in uh, optimal shape each time around game day. So the athlete development, the long, the big picture is less, less of the focus. It's more prioritized on weekly performance. That's where ice baths and taking out all that information is really, really important. Even if it means that you're not improving your aerobic capacity as, as much as you would if you were doing uh, ice baths. So that's where recovery becomes a big focus, but also individually. So if, what was the game like? Was it a real physical crash and bash wet weather footy where there was lots of hits and you do need something something to reduce the swelling? Or was it a, a huge ground, beautiful weather, and you played on the wing or you played in a position you played lots of high-speed efforts and your legs are really heavy? So maybe you'd, you'd go for more towards a bike spin the legs, mobility, foam roll, stretch. Whereas if it was a crash and bash, your inside midfielder or your, or it was a really physical game, that's where you might do hot and cold recovery with the ice baths uh, and, um, and pool recovery. So knowing how to apply it to your game and your development is something that we really value. Um, and, and hopefully in this presentation, we'll, we'll dive into that a little bit. So it's all about filtering what's important for you and how's it gonna help your football performance. That's everything that we're trying to do here. So yeah, like I mentioned, we had 13 of them uh, and there was a different topic every time. So if you, if you do want any of them, uh, just let me know and I'll add that into your team builder program so you can watch it through there. That was all, that iceberg, uh, so that mountain was also our theme for last year uh, because there was lots of challenges and that was our visual, so climbing a mountain and obviously football's not a like a 100 metre sprint where it's all over very shortly. It's a long competitive season, it's a long pre-season, it's a grind uh, and then you throw in the COVID complications, so the mountain and, and that visual was sort of our focus. For 2022, uh, this will be our visual, so it's going to be an iceberg type effect and something that really resonates with me in terms of performance uh, and that is that we want to make sure that we're um, focusing our energy on the things that we do away from the football club and that's where you can get a big competitive edge. So things like your sleep, um, your mindset, so mental skills and improving your, your preparation for a game early in the week, your recovery later in the week, your performance and making sure you're getting a big priming session and what does that mean for you? For some it's uh, focusing on your work rate, for others it's focusing on your touch and your skills, for some it's tactical and watching lots of tape, so filtering what's important for your preparation. But what will focus a lot of the Get Better Plan presentations this year will be the unseen things. So the things that um, really are your commitment to your own personal success. You're not going to have the motivation of teammates around you during these things. Um, so it's going to come 
intrinsically, it's going to be focusing on your why, uh, and hopefully the questions and the exercises that we do really dive deep on helping you discover what your real purpose is when it comes to playing football. Uh, is it for the fun of the game? And therefore, if you're not having fun anymore, you need to tap back into that. Is it um, to play at your highest level and it's more a performance thing? Um, so working out why is, is it teammates, so who you play with um, and, and the club and that feeling of, of the club and belonging. So working out what your why is and, and if you know that, then you know how to protect it and look after that and nurture that, that why. I'm going to go through over four slides of some basic benchmarks. Now, it doesn't necessarily mean that those that are, that are not playing sport, the general population, are doing this and it doesn't mean on the other side that AFL players are all doing this. This is just simply a benchmark that I've created through my time in coaching all different athletes, whether it be non-athletes, community level athletes, that's local, state level athletes and AFL, uh, so professional athletes. Um, and it's simply just to see from a lifestyle perspective where you're going well and you want to maintain and continue doing that um, because that's working for you and you're in a good spot with that area. Um, and we're just focusing on the big rocks, which is sleep, uh, mental game and nutrition from a lifestyle perspective. And then for, from a strength and conditioning perspective, obviously in the gym and on the field. Um, so we're just focusing on those big areas, not so much things like foam rolling or stretching or those areas. It's just mainly on the big rocks where, where you're going to get your biggest bang for buck uh, and what's going to really move the needle for your performance. Uh, and most of these things, of these four slides, majority of the time, you're going to be doing these all away from the club. So it's that unseen stuff when we think back to the iceberg. So get a notebook out, or if you're not, if you're watching this on your computer and you got your phone handy, and just in the notes section, just rank yourself on on these areas. So here we're focusing on your sleep, uh, and what we know about sleep in terms of research of sleep is the quality is just as important, if not more important, than the duration. So what we mean by quality is what's your timing? How well are you in routine? So that we know the body from a performance point of view loves the routine and sleep is a big factor in that. So how often are you over a week are you going to sleep after 12 o'clock? That would be flagged as a red, so an area that we want to improve because we know from a hormonal perspective, testosterone growth hormone are typically released at their peak if we get to sleep hours before midnight. Yeah, so if you think if you're already in routine at getting to sleep between 9 and 10, you're maximising those anabolic hormones, which means you're going to recover better uh, and you're going to get the athlete development that we need from the training we're putting in. How long does it take you to get to sleep? So this is more feeding into a little bit of um, your restlessness a little bit. So there's an overlap here, but if it's taking you over 60 minutes to get to sleep, potentially you don't have a routine that works for you. Um, maybe that's really hard because you've got a shift job. Uh, and you're working nights, um, but how long does it take you to get to sleep is a good indicator on how uh, well your routine is working or how out of routine you are. So typically we want to try and strive towards getting to sleep within 10 to 30 minutes, uh, and you'll find if you're doing a, a, a program that is really demanding, the body should get to sleep within 10 to 30 minutes. It means you're in a well, uh, you're in a good state by the time you're going. So if you're not, think to improve your timing area. One, get into routine, stick to that routine and, and find one that works for you and two make sure from a mental or physical point of view what you're doing before you get to sleep is enhancing you to be in a well-rested state from a restless point of view we're talking about how often are you waking up throughout the night so uh, if we're waking up 
you know, if you're waking up throughout the night just to go to the toilet, that's that's a once-off. But if you're waking up throughout the night, uh, that's a, that's another overlap with your mental game. So maybe something's on your mind, something's keeping you up, you're stressed, and you and you're getting that. Uh, you're not getting continuity in your sleep, um, which will affect the quality of your sleep. And then how how long are you spending in bed um, while sleeping? So if you're waking up. Uh, at night uh, in first thing in the morning and you're not springing out with energy and, and getting after your day you're spending an hour in bed um, that's a good sign that your quality of sleep was off because you're not springing out of bed with energy and, and, and getting after the day you're feeling that you need to uh, linger and hang around so you potentially need more sleep and you need more quality sleep from a duration perspective most people this is quite well documented around that eight to to 10 hours so professional athletes or, or those doing a, a high demanding program um, will need more sleep um, as well as uh, from an athlete development point of view it will help you get the most out of your training um, and then from a nap perspective so this is where the um, it obviously feeding into your work schedule and whether it's even possible um, but if you can fit in a 20 to 30 minute nap and that works quite well for you through trial and error um, then that can be another way that you can help your body recover and when it comes to sleep if there was a supplement that replaced replaced a quality night's sleep um, it would probably be banned from the olympics because of the performance benefits of how effective that supplement would be so um, it's usually underestimated the importance of, of quality sleep over a long period of time and if there was one area of your lifestyle that you could do to improve your energy and improve your cognitive and physical so your mental and physical um, performance, sleep would be the number one first thing to try out. From there, we've got our mental health, uh, which all of these are going to overlap. So our ability to sleep well at night is going to have a, uh, it's going to improve our mental health and vice versa. If we're um, stressed or overwhelmed, um, it's going to affect our sleep quality. So the same with nutrition, our training, they all, they're all interconnected, of course. But from a um, big rocks perspective, so our thoughts, um, and how negative our thoughts are compared to how positive. So this is that self-talk um, and, and training that and practicing that. And part of that just comes through awareness. So um, do you have a practice where you where you are building your awareness of, of your thoughts and whether they're effective for you in improving your performance or are they destructive and causing stress? And that those two areas, our thoughts and our awareness, we can control. So they're a good area to work on from a mind-body connection. It's another area that's well documented about mindfulness, meditation. There's all forms of type of types of these of these practices. So simply walking your dog and being mindful of your thoughts is a meditation practice. It doesn't need to be um, on a yoga retreat, not talking for five days straight, um, and doing yoga five hours a day. Um, so sometimes we can be a little bit black or white for this sort of work. It's just simply having your own quiet time. For some, that might be going fishing. For some, that's surfing. And you, you're tapping into your own personal thoughts and you're being aware of what's going on in your life and how that's affecting you. Um, and then the mind-body connection is, is exactly the same as having good body awareness on how my, how has my body recovered from yesterday's session. Exact same process. So it's just tapping into How's your body going? No different for the mind. Emotional health, so that's a little bit from a holistic point of view, how well are you coping with your life stresses? So for some, you might have kids, others may have uh, a really demanding job, um, others going to uni, um, which will have stresses, others will be relationship 
um, challenges. So we want to try and make sure that we're on top of those and we have coping skills and mental skills to be able to handle those stresses. And that becomes particularly important in season. So when life throws you a curveball, you're able to absorb that, digest it, cope with it and move on and still be able to focus on the game and it hasn't rocked you. Whereas if you don't have the coping skills, that could be the difference between having a high performance game or not. Um, and obviously your reactions are, are a big part to that. So if there's a, if you have an extreme reaction um, in life, that will probably react to on the football field as well. Uh, and that might mean that the, you're giving away a lot of free kicks, you're getting suspended regularly, whatever whatever it is. So that there is some overlap with your reactions and how you react in life to foot as, as well as how you react in football. Mindset, uh, for a lot of that, that's where a lot of the um, preparation in, in uh, your athletic training is focused on. So you'll hear a lot about the importance of how well you're focusing on the task and how present um, you are at the task. And that's really, really important to practice, particularly this time of year where we're, games aren't too far away. So for that main session of the week, you want to pick a couple of drills where you're treating those drills like it's a game. So your attention to the the um, what's going on in that drill from a tactical point of view, your communication, um, and your ability to bring your best effort to that drill and bring above match intensity um, is really, really important going into the January, February block. So it transfers into your, into your practice match campaign and then into your season campaign. So practicing focus in meetings, at, in training sessions, but also being able to reset um, and know when to switch off and have fun. They really work well together. You can't be 100% focused all the time. Uh, and then the importance, just like from a physical perspective, we need mental recovery as well so the importance of having a hobby outside of your sport so it's not all football 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 um, like i mentioned before it's a really long competitive season so when your form's not going great or you're injured or whatever it might be um, you're out of the senior team you've got other things that you can lean on um, to help with your mindset help help with your mental health um, and I'll, I'll you'll hear about it all the time when we're enjoying the game of football is typically when you're playing your best football so if we can in, focus on what uh, fun means to you from a football perspective, it's a good chance that you're probably going to perform well within that team uh, and your role in that team. For others, you'll have different quiet times. So recognising what's important quiet time for you. Is it catching up with mates outside of the footy club? Is it catching up with uh, a football teammate, coach, staff member? Um, is it just your own time? So knowing um, where, did, where do you get energy from? Uh, you know, and for you know, typically speaking, extroverts will get it from being around other people where introverts need their own time to, to recover. Thank you so much for listening to the Prepare Like a Pro Get Better Plan playlist. If you enjoyed this episode and want access to the whole presentation, you can join our academy for as little as $5 per month. Click the link in our show notes or search for Prepare Like a Pro in the Patreon app. I really appreciate your support. To recommend a guest for a future episode or to discuss advertising your brand on the Prepare Like a Pro platform, email me at jack at preparelikeapro.com. Thanks so much for tuning in.